0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling, myself Suprit, and this is the Monday Night Raw review for, for September 23rd, 2019. If this is your first time on the channel then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell notification for all latest videos. We here at Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW and New Japan as well. So this week's RAW was not bad, it looked to me that there was a low attendance for this show but the crowd was better than any decent crowd you see on any RAW or SmackDown. So the show kicked off with the Universal Champion Seth Rollins. Rollins cut a promo saying that he wants to be honest with everyone about the fact that he has has done and seen it all for the last 7 years in WWE but he hasn't experienced nothing like The Fiend. Rollins brought up all the stuff that happened to him last week with him being Confronted by the fiend, Rollins said that he wished that this all was a short nightmare, and questioned himself what he can do to beat the fiend. To which he said that he's gonna do what he does best, and that is survive and prevail, just like he did with Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam and Braun Strowman at Clash of Champions. Braun Strowman would interrupt. Strowman took offense to Rollins' comments. Strowman warned Rollins if he wants to talk about him, then then do it to his face. And unlike Bray Wyatt, he doesn't dress up as Mr. Rogers and play psycho games with puppets. Instead, if he has a problem with his opponent, he will will do it face to face and suggested Rollins to do the same. Both men started arguing with each other and this led to Rollins challenging Strowman to a match later on to which Strowman accepted and this was made official for the main event. Commentators were running through the matches that, that was gonna be taking place on the show. Action kicked off with Viking Raiders against the OC, Luke Gallows and Karl Anderson, who came out to a new theme. It's not clear if this is... It's not clear if this theme is just for Gallows and Anderson or the entire OC. The Viking Raiders brought back the war wave they used to do before they came to the main roster. I always loved that with the crowd chanting war. About the match, uh, early parts of the match, uh, the, Raiders, the Raiders started working on Anderson until Luke Gallows to get some offence for his team. At one point, Ivar and Gallows were battling. Gallows sent Ivar into the corner, Ivar would do a Rick player spot and landed on the apron. AJ Styles tried to interfere by pulling Ivar's leg which allowed Gallows to take advantage to take out Ivar with a kick. Following this, the referee decided to send Styles to the back. As Styles was making his way to the entrance ramp, entrance ramp, he was attacked by Cedric Alexander, who came in to take some revenge on Styles. Back to the match, the OC were in control of the match by dominating Ivar until Ivar made the hot tag to Eric. Eric took out Anderson with a series of forearm and knee strikes and hit a T-bone suplex on Gallows. Eric had Anderson in a German suplex position, and Ivar was going to hit a springboard clothesline. But Gallows would yank Ivar outside the ring. This allowed Gallows to hit a spine buster and a pin to get a near fall. The OC would hit a boot of doom on Eric for another near fall. Ivar would come in and took out Gallows. The Raiders would get the victory here after hitting a Viking experience on Anderson for the 1, 2, 3. <laughs> I like this match. I think this is the best that the Viking Raiders have looked since coming to the main roster and have proved themselves that they are a great tag team. Next Michael Cole did a sit down interview with Becky Lynch. Cole asked Lynch was it a wise move of her to challenge Sasha Banks who has been on a hot streak lately to a Hell in a Cell match. Lynch replied that that she wants Banks in a hot streak and to be better than ever. Cole brought up the fact that Sasha has been in a Hell in a Cell match before and also brought up the fact that there could be interference from Bailey. Lynch said that the idea of the Hell in a Cell is not to keep Bailey outside but to keep Sasha inside as she can't run away in quote unquote in classic Sasha Banks fashion and at Hell in a Cell Sasha will get her chance and she better take it cause she knows that Becky will. Whenever it comes to this type of segments Becky Lynch always nails it No wonder she is the best promo act in the entire women's roster. Basically in the entire company. So next we had. Rusev in a jobber match. And the jobber was sadly EC3 here. Quick match. um, Rusev won with a matchka kick followed by an accolade. It looks like Rusev is still linked to this. Who is the father of Maria's child. And about EC3. I simply can say that. The guy deserves better. Moving on uh, next we had Sasha Banks vs Nikki Cross. Cross began to go after Banks early on but Banks avoided. At one point uh, Banks mocked Alexa Bliss by doing a fake out punch to Cross on the corner. Cross would get some offence on Banks later on but Banks retreated outside. Cross went after Banks and locked in a sleeper on Banks but Banks would counter by driving Nikki on the floor. Final parts of the match came when Cross was going for a Tornado DDT but Banks countered it and tried to go for the Bank Statement but Cross would reverse that and hit a spinning neck breaker. Bailey tried to interfere but got taken out by Alexa Bliss. Cross went for a high cross body but got caught in a Bank Statement with Banks getting the victory here. Post-match, Banks started assaulting Cross again and again. And also would lock in the bank Statement on Alexa Bliss who came in for the save. So following this they would later on announce that Sasha Banks will be facing Alexa Bliss next week on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. I am not getting why are they putting Bliss and Cross in between these major title feuds. I mean what's the point here? It doesn't elevate the women's tag titles. Moving on. So they also announced that Brock Lesnar was going to make an appearance next week on the show. The Street Profits were seen, who still are narrators by the way. Street Profits were discussing the stuff that happened from the match between Nikki Cross and Sasha Banks. And the fact that Brock Lesnar will be showing up for the season premiere of Raw. The Miz came in and said that he got two big announcements. First is the birth of his second child. And next week, he will be doing a Miz TV featuring Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Which means the season premiere of Raw is gonna be a mini Raw reunion. Next we had Lazy Evans vs Ember Moon. Evans tried to talk trash to Moon but Moon took out Evans with a kick. At one point Evans took out Moon with a leg sweep on the apron. Evans went after Moon from the outside but Moon would hit a modified stunner on Evans. Final parts of the match saw Moon was going for the eclipse but Evans started pulling Moon by the hair. And here a woman's right. Evans would get the victory here by locking in a sharpshooter. Yeah, to mock Natalia, because they are feuding with each other right now. Next up, um, they were showing the media outlets covering about the first NXT episode that aired last week on the USA network. Our Truth and Carmela came out running to the ring with a couple of superstars behind them. Carmela took a mic and told everyone to stop. Mela said that uh, she was tired of running every time every day and she can't do it anymore. Truth tried to calm down Mela and said that uh, they will somehow get out of this mess as his clown friend will give him a balloon ride to Dairy Main. Carmela replied that she is serious and really can't do it anymore. Truth went for a hug but Mela would go for a roll up pin on Truth to become the new 24 7 champion. Truth seeing this also joined Carmela's title win celebration with the superstars near ringside looking confused. But the celebration didn't last too long as the women's roster came out and started chasing Carmela. Truth and Carmela escaped the location and that's the end of the segment. We had the Firefly Funnel segment. Prey White was seen putting an empty frame on his wall of friendship while Huskus the Pig and Rambling Rabbit were fighting over a Seth Rollins action figure. White asked both of them why are they fighting. To which both said that they love Seth Rollins and both want to share him. Hmm. To which White replied, "Sharing is not easy, and it's never good to be attached to something. If you love something too much, it makes you weak. It makes you vulnerable to negative feelings like disappointment, neglect, loneliness, and abandonment. And he has felt it when someone you you care so much abandons you." And that's the line where he gave a clue of what he's going to do later on. Rambling Rabbit said that But no one wants to see the fiend hurt Rollins. Wyatt replied maybe the fiend wants to protect Rollins. As he never forgets and doesn't want to share. So he would go on to break the action figure in half. And would end the segment by saying see you in hell. Next we had King Corbin vs Chad Gable. Corbin came out to a modified theme, now that he is a king now. Corbin and Gable went for takedowns but Gable got the better of Corbin. At one point, Gable took down Corbin with an arm drag followed by a neck breaker. Corbin went to the outside to recover. Gable went straight after Corbin but Corbin would drive a knee to the guts of Gable. Corbin slammed Gable face-first to the steel steps and sent him flying towards two security guards. Final parts of the match saw Gable countering an end of this into an anchor lock. Corbin would use his scepter to get up the hold and cause a DQ in the process. Corbin would would assault Gable with a couple of scepter shots and that's it. Another AOP promo this week. uh, The same year Akam speaking in Punjabi and Rezar speaking in Albanian. Rezar said that last week they exposed all the wannabe tough guys that they are soft. Akam said people ask who are AOP to which Akam said let's show you then. Both men left the room they were in and started walking down the hallway where they attacked both Heath Slater and, uh, and I believe was No Way Jose. Following this they got back into the room and said that they have shown everyone that no one is tough enough and why no one wants to fight AOP. I am really digging this AOP promo man, uh, it's given them a new edge to their persona and character. and looking forward to more of this. Next we had a cool fatal 5 elimination match featuring AJ Styles, Robert Roode, Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rey Mysterio. The winner gets a universal title shot next week. Match started with Root stepping outside while the other four were battling inside. Rikishi Mysterio took out both Nakamura and Styles with their high flying offense. First elimination came when Rikishi hit the recoil on road but got nailed by a Kinshasa by Nakamura and was going for the springboard splash <coughs> and was going for the springboard splash but Styles came in to stop Mysterio and hit a devastating brainbuster on the apron. Nakamura had Root in in the grasp. Styles had aimed for a phenomenal forearm on root but but hit Nakamura instead. He pinned Nakamura for the elimination. Root came in from behind to hit a glorious DDT on Styles to get the elimination. Final parts of the match saw Mysterio going for a springboard sent on root. Root caught and tried to counter it into a glorious DDT. Mysterio with a counter of his own sent Root into the ropes followed by a 6-1-9 and a splash 1 2 3 Rey Mysterio will be facing Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw next week. Speaking of which uh, the main event here Braun Strowman vs Seth Rollins. This match was similar to their Clash of Champions match. At one point Rollins was going for the Storm but Strowman caught Rollins and was going for the Power Slam. But Rollins sent Strowman outside the ring. Rollins went to hit two suicide dives and was going for a third one but he tripped here which led to Strowman catching Rollins and chokeslamming him on the apron. Strowman was going for the running power slam but the lights started going off and the Fiend would appear and had the mandible Claw on Strowman. The Fiend started crawling towards Rollins who was screaming in fear. Stroman tried to get up, but the fiend once again took him down with the mandible claw. The show went off air with the laughter of Bray White, and that's it. So, I didn't expect the fiend and Bray White altercation and the fiend coming out strong. So, I got a theory for next week's Raw. So, remember when people were uh, wishing in that uh, Samoa Joe Raymond Stereo feud that. Uh, joe would take out uh, dominic so imagine next week on raw seth rollins beats ray mysterio and the lights started going off the fiend would come out to take out rollins mysterio would come in for the save but but he too gets attacked by the fiend dominic comes out to save his father from the grasp of the fiend but at the end, he too gets slaughtered by the Fiend. That's a quick fantasy booking from me. And I want your thoughts on this week's RAW. Let me know in the comment section below and even on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter at SlamUpW, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based so you can check out Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify. So this was the Raw review and we will see you guys for the Smackdown review. Have a good one guys.